Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I wanted to continue the conversation that we have began about witnessing and your witness to the image of Jesus Christ, and that being the responsibility of every disciple and every person that claims the name of Jesus. Your responsibility and your commission is to make disciples, and you make disciples first and foremost by bearing the image of Christ, presenting something that others can imitate. It's not just a communication of information, but it's presenting an image, the image of Christ specifically, that can be imitated by those that you disciple. And so you are called to be an image bearer. You're called to be a representation of the person of Jesus Christ and to communicate the finished work of the cross. You are an epistle known and read of all men, um, to take the words of the Apostle Paul. Now, in this... I have mentioned that sometimes and oftentimes, unfortunately, we bear a distorted image, a picture that is hard to really see who Jesus is. And as a result, you have lots of people outside the church that have a false understanding of who exactly Jesus is and what exactly God is like because of our failure to represent him adequately. Now, This can really be boiled down to two primary categories. I'm not talking about those that are ignorant, that don't really understand the scriptures or who God is, and then they bear a distorted image. That's a category all in of its own. But for those that are Christians that, you know, know scriptures fairly well and try to make a their their job and their business to share and to communicate the gospel to those around him, oftentimes we fail to represent Jesus adequately. And in our failure, we typically fall into one of two ruts. You know, you're walking down the the road and you got a ditch on the right hand and a ditch on the left hand, and we kind of go back and forth between those two ditches oftentimes. And the first ditch is exemplified in Matthew chapter 26, with the betrayal of Judas. The betrayal of Judas is epitomized in the kiss that he tells the soldiers and the multitudes that are with him, I will kiss the one that you are supposed to arrest. I'm going to kiss Jesus. And in kissing Jesus, he is actually betraying Jesus. He is selling him out for 30 pieces of silver. Now, this isn't just limited to Judas and what he does. There's a multitude with him. There's people like Caiaphas that are wanting to let someone die to kind of take pressure off of the Israeli people. That's why he says it's expedient that one man die for the people or for the sins of the people so that that way it kind of takes the Roman pressure off. And then you've got Peter. And Peter falls in this category too because he isn't betraying Jesus with a kiss, But when the whole thing goes down, the scriptures say that Peter doesn't follow right there with him. He follows far enough off to where he waits and sees how it's going to turn out. It's kind of like a bandwagon fan. He's following, and if it turns out good, he's close enough in proximity to where he can say, I was here the whole time. But if things go bad, he's far enough away to where he can get out of Dodge. And we see this exemplified when he starts denying Jesus. 
Now, the lady says, hey, you were with him. And Peter says, I don't know what you're talking about. And he moves further away. And then another person says, hey, you were with him. And he says, I don't know the man. So, And he swears with an oath. So now it went from, I don't know what you're talking about, to I don't know the man. And then they say, your speech betrays you. You were with him. And he says, he starts cursing and cussing and all of these other things saying, I don't know the man. And it's like, well, you did sound like Jesus, but you don't now. But the point is, is that he also is betraying Jesus with a kiss, so to speak, because he is in it so long as it's good for him. The moment that it kind of seems like it's not going to be favorable or it's not going to bode well, he begins to separate himself further and further from Jesus. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's what Christians or those that claim Christianity do is as long as it's, you know, health and wealth and prosperity and everything's good, like we're in it. But the moment that it begins to cost something or the moment that it begins to require something, we begin to kind of pull further and further away. And in so doing, we are distorting the image of Christ and our witness is betrayed. We begin to betray Jesus through how we present him to those around us. And we betray Jesus with a kiss. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.